and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast, where we equip you to pray powerful and effective prayers for your children. I'm Tina Smith, and I am happy to have you here today. I have a guest with me today. Her name is Kara K. James, and she is an author, speaker, and podcaster who is passionate about seeing women's lives changed and impacted through the gospel. She helps women find their place in big conversations and develop a true and honest faith. She is the co-host of Asking for a Friend, a weekly podcast that helps women navigate challenging topics about themselves, the church, and the world. She is the author of the book Mom Up, Thriving with Grace in the Chaos of Motherhood, co-author of Bible study series Abundance, Freedom, and Rest, and author of Together, which we are going to be talking about today. It's a journal that helps connect moms and their kids in an intentional way. Kara Kay is married to her husband, Brooke, for 12 years, and she is a mama for Help Me to Welcome, Kara Kay James. Hi, Kara Kay. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. Good. I'm excited to have you here with me. Where do you live? I live in North Texas. You do. Okay. And have you always lived there? Um, no, <laughs> I, I actually grew up in Oklahoma. I lived in California for a while and Texas. So I've kind of been all around. Oh my goodness. So you're like kind of the West side of the, of the country and I'm mm-hmm. totally Eastern side of the country. Okay. Where are I, you at? I'm in North Carolina. Oh, okay. I'm originally from like Pennsylvania, New York area. Oh yeah. So yeah. yeah. So you're a wife. Yeah, I am. And you have lots of kids. I lots. see. Lots. <laughs> lots of kids. <laughs> I have four. Some days it feels like way more than that, but <laughs> Yeah. And so what are their ages and so they are, yeah, I have, uh, my older three are girls and they are nine, eight, and seven. And then I have a little boy who is four. Aw, well, that's fun. You're a busy mom. Very busy. <laughs> now, do you homeschool or your kids go to, go to school? No, I am so grateful for amazing public school near us. And so <laughs> they are in school so I can work and I would be a terrible homeschool mom. And yeah. I would be enjoying home with me all day. (laughs) When when my kids were little, they would almost beg me to homeschool them. And I'm like, you don't want me to homeschool you. (laughs) You don't want that. Yeah. There's some moms that are so good at that. Yeah, there really are. I am not one of those homeschooling moms. Well, that's awesome. So you're busy. You've got four kids and, um, it sounds like you are like me and you are a cheerleader for moms. Yeah, for sure. So talk a little bit about what you do to cheer us moms on. Okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll tell a little bit of my story, my journey of becoming a mom and what that looked like. Um, awesome. Because a lot of where my passion to encourage moms comes from that. So um, I had, as you heard when I introduced my kids right now, they are nine, eight, and seven, but there was a time that they were zero, one, and two. So I had three under three and it was such a challenging time and season. Um, I never really saw myself being, I always assumed I would be a working mom. I never really saw myself being like this great, um, involved mom. And you know, that 
it was just this role that I felt really unequipped for. And I didn't feel like I was very good at it. I'm not super creative, you know, with kids. And so it just felt like it was just a lot. It was very overwhelming. And so in that season of motherhood, when I had three under three, I found myself really broken and struggling Mm -hmm. as I was facing postpartum anxiety and depression and just so many things. And then just this whole new reality of life. I went from being a, um, full-time, you know, I was working full-time and I, you know, I I worked in the corporate world in a very busy job. And then I decided to stay home when my kids were really little. And so I was just kind of thrust into this world that I was not really prepared for. And it was in that season that I found myself really just struggling to get by each and every day. And as many of us do, but it was also in that season that I, I really felt like, okay, God has to have more for me in this season of life, in this season of motherhood. And, you know, as I opened God's word and I read things like where Jesus said, I came to give you life in an abundance. I thought, okay, well, surely that's for me too. And but from what I was seeing of what the world was telling me about motherhood and even what some of my mentors were telling me, well, you just have to get by. You just, it's really all about surviving each and every day. And then, you know, once your kids are older, then you can actually like get back to your life and you can enjoy it and those sorts of things. Um, but there was one woman that I looked up to and I went to her one day and said, okay, tell me that this has to get easier. Tell me something encouraging about motherhood because I feel like I'm drowning. And she kind of grabbed me by the shoulders and said, you can thrive in this and you can do it now. And that was world changing for me to hear that encouragement that, wow, I could actually find abundant life in motherhood and I could enjoy motherhood because I was convinced of the opposite up until then. Um, And so that really pushed me into a season of, I was watching all these moms around me who were also drowning and struggling so much. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to come alongside them and be that cheerleader for them and be that person that says, you can thrive in this and you can do it now. And so many years later, I, you know, I encouraged moms for years and years. I was able to write a book and three Bible studies for moms. And then now I have this new book releasing. And so it has been so wonderful to walk this journey. And there's definitely days that I'm still really struggling um, and that I feel like I'm drowning again. And I feel (laughs) like I'm stuck in survival mode, but um, for the most part, my mindset has changed and just my mentality of the fact that God gave me abundant life too in the season where it's just chaotic and busy and crazy. I love that, how God worked in your heart when Mm -hmm. you were in that season and he took what you were learning in that season and now he's using that to bless others. And um, one of the things that you were talking about coming out of the corporate world, because I did as well, you think, oh, I got the mothering thing because, you know, I, you know, and you get into it and it is the hardest job on the planet. For it, sure. it stretches you in so many ways. And I love how you spoke into the whole Titus to um, having an older mom be able to come and speak life and truth into you and to move you forward in your mothering. Because I think that's so important that we have older moms that we can speak life into and then we 
in turn turn around and speak life into younger moms, you know, and I love that whole idea. So you mentioned your new book, which is coming out, what, five days? Yeah. That's exciting. That's so exciting. exciting. So let's talk about that a little bit. What's the title of your book? So the new book is called Together and is a journal for moms and kids to do together. Um, So the goal for this I had, as my kids got started getting a little bit older, I would do journaling with them. So I'm a writer and mm-hmm. love to write. And I wanted to spark that love in my kids. And so we started these little journals where I would ask them a question and they would, you know, write a journal entry back and forth um, with me. And as I was doing that, I was like, man, I wish I had a really great tool that helped me and my kids, you know, really grow closer together build tools of, you know, a tool to build communication and also push us closer to God. And I never really found something that I loved. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I guess I'll make something. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. So yeah, I I created this journal and I'm very excited about it. I had an opportunity to get a sneak peek and I love your vision for it. And so let's talk about that a little bit. So what ages would you say you would start doing this journal app? So the goal for this was to really build a good foundation of communication before your kids become teenagers. Mm -hmm. So it's really geared toward eight to 12 year olds and it's for boys and girls. And I saw a lot of journals out there that were like mother and daughter, mother and son, or those sorts of things. But I really wanted something that was, that would be great for boys and girls in those really um, important years before they enter the teen years. Yeah, I think that that's so important. I, my oldest is 31 and my youngest is 20. And I didn't have this kind of a tool when my mm-hmm. kids were those ages. And right. now, you know, I, I agree with you, building those relationships before they get to their teen years is so incredibly important because once they hit their teen years, it's tough, you know, if you right. don't have a relationship with them by that point, building a relationship through those turbulent years is a whole lot harder, I think, um, yeah. as a mom. So one of the things is I was looking at together that kind of popped off the page to ask you about this, because I think okay. as moms, it's one of those things we go, Ooh, know how much I want to say here, but you talked about the importance of telling your story to your kids. So can you just elaborate on what you meant by that a little bit? And- okay. I think that um, it's important to show our kids that we are human mm-hmm. and that we make mistakes, that we've been through life. And I think a lot of times um, kids can look at their parents as this like, oh, well, they're perfect. They've got it all together. Um, they've never messed up. And I think it's a really great opportunity for us to teach grace to our kids. And this is what it looks like by sharing, Hey, you know what? I went through a really hard season in my life where, you know, whatever that might look like and to be able to walk through that with them and share those things with them, you know, of course that are like age appropriate and things that they can understand relate to. Even Mm -hmm. if it's just sharing, you know, when I was your age, I had, I had trouble with friends at school too, or, you know, I, I didn't get picked to be on this team or whatever it is, just ways that you can relate to them and help them feel like, well, you know, I'm not alone and 
my, my mom gets it. She's been there. She understands what it's like to struggle to be a kid and what it's like to have, you know, hardships right now. My, one of my daughters is having a lot of issues with girls at school, just being mean and catty, Mm -hmm. you know, how Mm -hmm. girls are. And, and so for me to be able to sit down with her and say, Hey, I get it. It's hard. It's hard growing up. It's hard getting older. Um, here's some ways that I struggled with friendships also. And here's how, you know, I found that you could walk through those things. And so just being able to really let our kids see us one as humans and two as sinners in need of that saving grace also, because we don't want to appear to always be perfect and have it all together and hide everything from our kids. There were times I've always been kind of an open book with my kids age appropriately. And I know that down, like over the years now I can look back and say, hands down that God used my transparency in their lives to draw them closer to him. So I love that about, you know, what you were saying, let's just be real with our kids and be transparent with them. And, and because kids do have a tendency to look at us like, oh, well, mom and dad have it all together. And we don't, Mm -hmm. we don't, we're all on a journey. So I, I love, love, love that. So let's talk about the journal, just this, how it's all put together. And I okay. love, you broke it down into sections. Yes. So let's just briefly go over each section and just, you know, you tell me like, what, what was the thought process, you know, okay. putting that together? So there's a just for us. Yeah. So, so this section is an opportunity to have fun with your kids. There's games and, you know, things like that, where you can actually sit down together and just have fun together. There's section in this section, there's questions. Um, like I was talking about the, the, the journaling I've always done with my kids. I pulled a lot of those questions that we have journaled in the past. And I put those in this book of, um, giving them a chance to figure out how to be storytellers or just, you know, talk things out by writing out something, things that matter to them, things that are fun, things that are serious. Um, there's recipes and fun, just ways to get creative together mm-hmm. uh, because in these, in this age is really when our kids are figuring out, you know, their independence and they're wanting to, to learn new things. My oldest daughter, she loves to cook. And so she was so excited. Like I let her pick a few recipes to put in the, the journal because they're some of her favorites that she had learned how to make on her own. And so That's she's awesome. like, these are the recipes that I would want you know, other kids to learn how to make. Um, and so it's just a really great way for you to find different ways to interact with your child, because as we know, every child is different and every mom is different. So there's not really a formula to say, here's the right way to connect with your child. Um, and so I wanted to provide a lot of different options. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe if your kid's really artistic, they'll love to, to color and to do the creative things. Um, maybe they love to cook and they'll want to do some of that stuff, but it gives you lots of different options and things to do just to interact in fun in different ways. I had to laugh when you said that your older daughter loves to cook. My older daughter ran from the kitchen. (laughs) It was hilarious, but now she, she has her own family and she, she loves to cook. She's like Miss Domestication. So I don't know how that happened, but so there's a talk, there's a talk together. Mm-hmm. section in your book. So what's that all about? And how do you get your kids to talk? Oh, see, that's the struggle. Um, <laughs> and that was, you know, my kids are pretty 
open and they always come to me and want to talk about stuff, but I know not all kids are that way. And, you know, some of my kids are more open than others. And, and so to be able to give kids a space to share things that maybe they're struggling with, that they want to talk about, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to provide a space for them to be able to, to do that. Like, Hey, would you pray for me about this? Because sometimes it's easier for them to write it down than to actually come to you and say, mm-hmm. Hey, this is what's going on. This is what I'm struggling with. Yeah, I like the whole idea of how you have it set up. So there's a section for the mom to write, and then there's a section for the kids to write in. And you, I think you talked about setting up like a little mailbox where this thing. Yeah, all of my kids have a little basket that, I mean, I just got them on Amazon or something. Mm -hmm. They're just little wire baskets that screw into the wall. And they put their papers and stuff from school in there. But when we do journaling, they'll put their journals in their baskets Um, and so that was kind of my goal for this book too. like have a little mailbox that you can stick it in. Um, so, you know, when, you know, Hey, let's do this today. And you can write back and forth, uh, with each other. I love that. I I love that whole idea. So you have a section called go deep together. What do you mean by going deep? I just wanted to give people a space to really study God's word together, to learn about what scripture says and, be able to give them a tool because I know a lot of parents, as I've talked to moms before, they say, I don't really know how to talk to my kid about God or how to study the Bible with them or how to do any of those things. And Mm so it's just a really simple way to look at scripture and, Hey, what does this scripture mean to you? Um, you know, and you can really be flexible with that and find ways to study scripture. And I even give some like examples of here's a few scripture that you, um, verses that you might look at and dig into those deeper and figure out what, what you think they mean and what it, how you can apply that to your life. You know, one of the things um, for me is equipping parents to be able to walk Mm -hmm. this with their kids. And I, that I love that you give us the tools to do that. You know, you're not just, you know, saying here, do this with your kids, but now you're handing them (laughs) that they can actually get into and do with their kids. Um, There's a just for kids section. And I loved in the beginning Mm -hmm. that if you do not have the credentials to be in the section, you (laughs) cannot be in this section. And it made me giggle. I thought that was, yeah, don't open that, but it gives them the chance to just be real in that section, which is awesome. The mom section for me, um, as I was looking through that and the prayer prompts in there and the specifics, and of course, that's what I'm all about is praying for your right. kids. And so I, when I got to that section, I was like, oh, this is so, so good. So talk to me a little bit about the the mom section and what that's okay. all about. So I love, I love what you're all about because I have always struggled with prayer and knowing how to pray for my kids and those sorts of things. And so I wanted to provide tools to help moms figure out ways to actually pray things over their kids. Um, And so in this section for moms, I just give you different things to pray for your kids, to pray, you know, courage for them to have courage, pray for their friends, pray for their salvation, you know, things like that, that are really big, that really matter. Mm -hmm. And um, give you, you know, some scripture to look at and meditate over, and then just an opportunity to write a prayer for your child specifically. 
Um, and so this was a tool that is just huge for me because sometimes I feel like when I approach God to pray for something, I'm like, I don't know. I don't have the words to say. I don't have the script, the right scriptures, you know? And so being able to just have it in front of you, I really, you know, my kid is leading something at school today. I really want to pray for their leadership and they can look at that and say the scripture in Hebrews that says, mm -hmm. remember, you know, remember your leaders and who God has spoke, how, who have spoken God's word to you, you know, like praying for the leaders in their lives and praying for them to be good leaders. You know, That's, those types of things are so important. They're so important. And I think, you know, we, it's so easy to get caught up in praying, well, I want them to be on this team or I want them to right. this or, and really what we need to be praying is scripture over them, the truth, mm -hmm. because that's the absolute will of God. And you can't pray any, any more truth for their lives than from the right. word. Right. You know, as, as you're sitting here talking, I'm, I'm around the barn from where you are right now and you're mm -hmm. with your children. And I, I started to tear up just a little bit because I was thinking about this treasure that you have now created for your kids in these tender years. And, and they, they're going to grow up and they're going to move into college and then they're going to go on and start their families. But to be able to take this treasure and to hand that to them when they're older and they can go, it's almost like a baby, a spiritual baby book. And mm -hmm. you know how we go back through our baby books and we look at, you know, the little clips of hair and we, you know, read right. what mamas wrote. I thought what, you know, an incredible gift to give your child is that righteous heritage. And for them to look back over at the things that you get, you did together and the ways that you prayed for them. And mm -hmm. now they can pour that into their children and I, spiritually it's spiritual parenting. Right. And, um, what a treasure, what a treasure that would be to hand my children, you know, here's our journey. Anyway, you, you, you got me in the feels on that one. <laughs> I have some questions for you that okay. um, I'm sure there's going to be people out there who are going to wonder. So okay. what if I have multiple children? What do I do? Yeah. So my goal with that, because I mean, like me, I have three kids that are in this age range mm -hmm. um, that all want to do it at the same time. Um, and so my encouragement for you in that was just to pick an age, pick a really great age. For me, it was like, 10, 10 is like a really great age. My daughter, my oldest daughter is she's turning 10 this month mm -hmm. and I love the sweet spot that she's in. I think it's a perfect time to really dig into this with her. So likely what I will do is say, okay, I'm going to do this with each of you when you turn 10. Nice. Um, that way I'm not trying to do it with all my kids at the same time. And it's really overwhelming for me. And they're constantly coming to me. Hey mom, can we do this? Hey, can we do this? And <laughs> you know, with a million other things going on also, cause I don't want this to be another thing that overwhelms moms. Um, but just to pick a season, maybe you just do it during the summer or maybe you are like a homeschool mom and you implement it as part of your morning routine or whatever that might look like. Um, but yeah, my encouragement really is just to pick an age like a really great season that you can focus, whether it's for really, I, the way it was built, if you do it every day, do something every day, you can mm -hmm. use it for about six months, um, which most of us are not going to do that. So, I mean, it will last like a year or so, mm -hmm. um, if you do it every, you know, a few times a week or whatever. So, so you don't necessarily have to do it every day. 
but it's no, I mean, that's being consistent with that. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I, I intentionally didn't make it like, Hey, day one, day two, right. nothing numbered that way you feel a little bit of flexibility because I don't like being put into a box and told, Hey, you have to do it like this. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I didn't want anyone to feel like they had to do it a certain way. They had to follow specific rules, but just to be able to have the freedom to do it as their schedule allows and as, you know, whatever fits best with them and their child. I love that. It takes the pressure off. I love how you want to take the pressure off because there's so much pressure during those ages. (laughs) And then you said, depending, it could take six months to a year to complete it, just depending on how, how much you roll through it. Right. And there will, there might be days that you do multiple things, you know, Right. You have the flexibility. And there's some great recipes in this book. Yes. Yeah. They're really, really good and a lot of fun to do with your kids. I love the concept of this book. I I know that my listeners will definitely benefit. Um, So tell us where we can get this book when it comes out. So it's going to be available. It's available on Amazon, anywhere books are sold. Basically you can, if you go online and Google it, or go to any bookstore, you should be able to find it. What did we do without Google? That's what I want I to know. don't know. <laughs> so tell my listeners where they can find you because you really okay. are multifaceted. You have a podcast, you've written many yes. books, you've written Bible studies, yes, all of this stuff. So tell That's my right. listeners where they can find you. Okay. So the main place that you can go to find me and anything about me is my website. It's karakjames.com. And I'm also on Instagram the most, and I'm at karakjames on Instagram. And I have a podcast called Asking for a Friend, and you can find all that information on my website as well. One more question for my listeners, because we're all about prayer over here at Raising Kids on Your Knees. What is a one prayer that you find yourself praying for your children the most? Uh, that's a great question. I think I find myself probably praying for um, peace a lot lately because mm-hmm. of the season of life that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, for my girls, especially because they're all super close together in age and everything is crazy all the time. And mm-hmm. so I pray a lot for peace for them, that they would have peace with each other, with their friends, and that they would really feel that peace of God um, as they walk through their everyday life. I love that so much. Thank you for being here with me today. Yes, I have enjoyed talking to you. I'm excited about your book and uh, hope uh, people go out there and grab that because relationship yeah, sure. is so important. For listening to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. I will leave a link in the show notes for all the places that you'll be able to find Kara K. James, as well as a link for you to purchase together the journal that helps connect moms and their kids in an intentional way. Head over to raisingkidsonyourknees.org and subscribe to the Prayer Tribe and become a part of a growing global community of prayer warriors who are praying powerful and effective prayers for their children. Have a great day.